when you deny a lot of things that happened when you were a kid, it really doesn't help you. The way that you heal is by understanding your childhood traumas and also facing the truth. This is the Emirates Podcast, where we empower you to choose yourself because there's no other human being that's more important in this world than you. This might sound selfish, but it's not. If you believe that choosing yourself is selfish, then I want you to know that self first isn't selfish, and I will tell you why. Hi guys, welcome back to another episode of The Emirates Podcast. I'm your host, Emirates Victoria Odendala, and I'm so happy and excited to be Talking about childhood trauma in this podcast episode because it is a subject that is something that I've helped people with through my coaching, through talking 101. And I feel like many people still don't know exactly what is childhood traumas. And I have a background in childhood traumas, but it's a subject that's so like unknown. Like people don't know about childhood traumas and especially people that are new to the self-help world and like you are going through some stuff and you don't know exactly where that comes from many of us I can only talk about me but many of us and some of us have been going through a lot of things and we don't necessarily know exactly where that comes from like a lot of people spent their childhood um, hurt Um, a lot of people spent their childhood happy but at some point in your life you ask yourself like when you're an adult like how come I've never like had this type of relationship with my parents or how come I've grown to be like this? Childhood traumas basically makes who we are today. It makes our adulthood. So I have a few examples of childhood traumas in my own life, but there's the basics that I think everyone even men have when they they went through their childhood. We have the types that I um, took from a book from GL Lambert. He he is one of the like I think greatest blogger, and he does have a podcast now. And I think it's just amazing how he put it right. It's a list of insecurities that we have, and. Most of the insecurities that we have today as an adult actually goes back from our childhood. Like if we have um, insecurities with our bodies, with the face that we have that God made us with, if we have insecurities with the hair or just insecurities with grownups, like we don't know how to deal with other adults or we don't know how to communicate, things like that. I feel like it all comes from how we were when we were children. So Something that I realized today is like childhood traumas is basically who hurts you. There's someone or some people in your childhood that hurt you a lot. And it just manifesting in a certain way when you are dealing with other people. And the way to figure this out is you have to just revisit the 17 years of your life and ask yourself like, okay, how... How is it that, you know, when I was eight years old and I was bullied because I was taller than everyone and today I'm not even wearing high heels because you're insecure about 
how someone is going to perceive you because you are taller. So that was an example of how our insecurities, the experiences that we had when we were little, manifested as an adult. Like how we manifest these insecurities. So I'll go ahead with the list um, of insecurities from GL. And the first one is one thing that I personally um, struggle with, which is daddy issues. So. For example, like your father was just not present in your life or he was there, but he never had that attention on you. Like he didn't shower you with attention or love or perhaps like your father and mom um, had a weird relationship where he was abusive or cheating and they had like a messy divorce. You know, all of this shaped your relationship with your father indirectly. You had that experience that, you know, you perceived your dad as the bad person because you saw how he treated your mom. And basically, that's a lot of things that we experience as kids because you have to know that kids see. They actually learn by seeing what's going on around them. They learn by touching and experiencing. And little do you know, Kids, especially babies, are really, really close to your their mom because, of course, they spent nine months with them before they even show up in this world. So they have that intuition instinct, which makes them closer to their mom. And basically, if you as a dad, you're abusive towards that person that they are close to, it shows it, it's going to it's going to show and it's going to they're going to learn through that experience. And that experience might really leave a lot of scars to the kids. And what happened is that you will see that damage manifest because that is something that we try to lie to ourselves that, okay, we don't have negative um, experience with our dad. But then if you look at the relationship that, that you have with other men, and even if you're a man, you will look at the relationship, just look at the relationship that you have with other men. They will either make you not want to be around them. You're probably not going to have a lot of male friends and you're probably going to have more female friends. And you don't know this, but it's that subconscious. Your subconscious mind is guiding you throughout this insecurity. Basically, it's protecting you from you know, not getting hurt again like your dad hurt you. So that's basically daddy issues. Um, another example for women is like some women, especially coming from a place like that. I used to say that I would never want to get married and I didn't even want to get experience with men like a romantic relationship or nothing like that. I started dating pretty late, like at 20 years old, but I was really hurtful like as in I was really negative around men and that is how daddy issues manifest in your life and sometimes also even if you feel like okay you know you want to change and stuff like that another example that I noticed in my past relationships is that I wanted to try so hard to get attention from another man because my dad did not give me the attention when I was a kid so these are the types of insecurities that comes with daddy issues. Now, mommy issues is like if your mom, especially if your mom has is a single parent and they typically run the home, like if the father is there or not, the mother 
will take that role and they become like this person that you you are afraid of because they are both the mom and the dad so they become like a dictator and even if you love your mom you're just gonna despise her attitude because she is so strict she wants you to do your homework she wants you to do everything that you know a strict parent will have but she doesn't really love you um or not really love you but like it's tough love right she's showing the tough love part but she's not really there as in like the a motherly love that you actually need to experience as a kid so there's also another example is like those mom that always compares themselves with their kids and she will like kind of indirectly bully you saying that you know you are fat you're getting fatter all of these things that you know you are lacking puts that on you and as a kid you really don't need that and there's a, a toxic way that some mothers do parent and then how this evolves in our in our adulthood is that we slowly become like the mom we become like our mom we become critical to our our bodies we become tough to ourselves we just become the toxic person that we were dealing with in the household now there's others which comes with esteem issues and comparison issues so esteem issues is basically let's say we're going out of the household and and it can also be inside the household and sometimes when you are dealing with siblings and um your entire life like you've always been compared but also like always looked at your sibling and be like oh she's prettier or um you just look at yourself and you're like, wow, I don't have that spotlight. I'm not the person that my siblings want to hang with or even other kids want to hang with. And the same issues also comes a lot with in high school, elementary school, where there's popular people and you, you're just not popular. So you grow up and you think that there's something wrong with you. Comparison issues, it's like you're just naturally not where other people are and by naturally i mean like your parents probably don't have enough and you're living paycheck to paycheck at home so you don't have the ability to go and hang out with other friends so you see your friends with big houses and you become like comparing yourself with other people or there's also like these parents that always compare their kids with other kids where it's like oh look at them they're smarter they do uh, better things than you and you always compare yourself after that so when you grow you always feel like someone else is actually doing something better than you and that is because someone taught you that when you were a kid um like the way you look the way you do you're smart like are you smarter than anyone um especially with social media it doesn't help at all because we are in a place where everyone wants to show their best side in life and there's physical hang-ups and abuse so physical hang-ups is really about the the example that I, I told you in, in the beginning, where when you are like the tallest in class or you have the one that has big assets and boobs, you um, get picked on. So kids are very, very rude, I would say, as in they don't let anything anything slide. And when they pick on you, they usually pick on something that's like 
something that you don't like or you you learn that you are different. So let's say a kid that's like kind of chubby. So they get picked on on that. So physical hangups is something that causes you insecurity because you have that. And today we see a lot of people as they grow, they let other people pick on them the same way because they say, well, you know, I've always been picked on because of that. And that is just, that's just the way it is. And there's nothing I can do about it. So there's abuse. Abuse is really if you've been like all your life being either assaulted or um, been wrongly touched. That is something that people, as they grow, they start thinking that, oh, this is how love is. And that is another insecurity that a lot of people have and people really don't talk about it, but it's something that's there. And it shows how you really think that that's what your value is or you don't even have any value because of all the experiences that you had as a child when it comes to abuse. So basically, these are the list of the insecurities that G.L. Ember had in his book. Now, one thing that I realized when it comes to childhood traumas is that as we grow, some of us are really hard-headed. Some of us wants to live in a lie. Now, when you deny a lot of things that happened when you were a kid, it really doesn't help you. The way that you can get away and get help or heal is by understanding your childhood traumas and also facing the truth, facing that, you know what, I have been abused when I was a kid and I really need to heal. When you start realizing that this is where you need to start, it helps a lot. I have been depressed before many, many times in 2015, 2017, going 2018, and then a lot of times recently. And in 2015, I was depressed because I had an acne attack. And that is something that really hurt me because I'm not really a makeup person. I was in love with makeup, but I wouldn't always wear makeup. But when I had my acne, I had to cover it. I always wanted to cover my acne because it was something that was drastic. I couldn't understand what was going on with my face. I was really hurt by that. And one thing that I realize now is that I was ashamed because I used to get picked on because I was the tallest. So I didn't even want to get picked on because of my acnes. So when you understand where all of these comes from because for me it took me a lot of years for me to realize that a lot of things that I was saying as I would as I was growing like becoming a teenager and young adult is because of my traumas one of them was that I said that I would never get married and this comes from my daddy issues the way I see my dad and the way he influenced me and the, the way I had a relationship, like a really not toxic, but I didn't have any relationship with any men. Like I have many, many siblings. Um, I have four brothers, but I didn't really have that relationship with them. I always saw how men treated um, my siblings. And that is something that I did not like. And another thing is when you see divorce all the time, 
Like, you don't want to get married just to get divorced. So I had this mentality that's like, you know, men are bad. Men just want you for sex or um, for your body, for whatever you have. Like, it's just physical. They don't want anything else. And that's why they sleep around and they do all these things. For me, I really had to dig deep. It took a therapist, actually, to show me that I was the reason why I was being hard on myself is because I had issues with my parents and my siblings and my whole childhood. Right. And that was way after 2017, 2018. It was actually in 2020. And it took me that long because I was looking elsewhere. I was looking at myself. I was being hard on myself. I was actually dealing with that in silence somehow. So just understanding where this comes from. And I'm saying that now you have a lot of books. And back then I didn't even read. So if you don't read, if you don't, if you are not like a reader and you just want to get to know your childhood traumas and stuff, go talk to someone. There are professionals out there that are expert at this. So go talk to a professional and they will help you and guide you through this process. Now, when I went to therapy, I realized that, wow, I really needed to fix the relationship that I had with my parents. I tried it a few times and it just didn't work. Why? Because my parents had this mentality that a child cannot talk that way to their parents and their pa- the parents are like mini gods. So for me, it was just like a lot of things that, especially Africans that have strong beliefs, especially the people that are, call themselves Christians, I feel like they have these strong beliefs, but they don't have the room for kids to express themselves. And I think this is an issue. Um, and I hope that this is something that's going to get fixed because once you realize that you have this type of childhood traumas, you would at least let your kid try to be your friend and not be the cause of an insecurity that they have when they grow up. Let their insecurity be something else, at least from school or other kids in the playground, just not you as a parent. Because what I realized is that as we grow, you become more and more independent. And then In the world that we live in, people start changing the way they think. Self-love is something that's preached everywhere. And if you, it's either you choose to remain in that cage or you choose to go and find yourself. In this world that we live in, like we do not have the, the options anymore to always stay in one in one box, right? We have different type of boxes. We decide where we want to go in life. And it's really up to you, right? You have to decide if this is where you're like, are you just going to deal with your insecurities and your childhood traumas? Are you going to let them dictate your insecurities? Or are you going to try to do something so that it can improve? And so when you identify your childhood trauma and when that becomes something that you are okay with, as in you you accept the fact that that happened, right? And that's where you are. I believe that there are things that you can do that will help. I always say like reading books, 
is really important because it does help you. It goes a long way. You can start journaling. Like right now, you can start writing down the list of insecurities that I presented you today. And then you try to see how that manifested in your life. And then you go ahead and try to find a book that will help you. One thing that I realize is that many people do not practice boundaries. And even if you do practice boundaries, you yourself do not respect it. As in, you expect other people to respect your boundaries, but once they breach it, you don't know how to make them respect it. For example, if you tell your friend that you cannot help them move, and then your friend tries to test it and be like, well, why don't you help me move like the next weekend after that? For whatever reason, you don't want to help them move. You don't need to over explain yourself and you have to really say like, listen, I already said that I cannot help you move. I'm sorry. Things like that. You know, there are things that you have to really say, this is the line that I put. This is the boundaries that I can not let you pass through. And this is how I'm going to impose it. So there are boundaries that you can put in. And then there's also another way that you can get this through is by like going through therapy, of course. But without like going to therapy, there's the easiest and the cheapest way is actually to talk to someone. It can be someone that you call confidant, someone that you can trust, or an older person that you know that they give good advice. You know, you can also find coaches out there that are really good at that. They're expert at that. And you can always try to get the one-on-one with them. I'm always available to talk and I'm open to discuss or try to help you find the type of childhood traumas that you need to work on and how you can get through that. And what are the steps that you can also implement to stop letting people use your insecurities to use you? So this is what I had for you today. If you enjoyed this podcast episode, let me know by either commenting, leaving a review, or sending me a message at DMRants on Instagram. All right, so take care of yourself and remember self first isn't selfish. Bye-bye.